11th Hour Audio presents Creature Feature of the Month with your master of fronts, Owen McEwen. Greetings, listeners, and thank you for joining us at the 11th Hour. May is a provocatively spirited month of the year. It started with the fires of Beltane, budding trees, blooming flowers, and Mother's Day. In the middle of the month, the blood moon will cast the sky into an eerie glow as a total lunar eclipse. The flower moon will rise near the end of the month, reminding us all that growth stems from transformation. It's a metaphoric month of mothers and moons. So, with that in mind, we're delighted to bring you two stories this month, Windover and Hyde. Windover comes to us from the Wireless Theatre Company. It's a supernatural story set on the wild Atlantic coast of North Devon. This ethereal ghost story follows a young woman named Jenny, who is on the brink of some major life changes. Jenny's troubled by the spectral visions of the past and an unresolved tragedy. The story includes the voice talent of Beth Eyre, who has also appeared in two 11th Hour Challenge productions, Ivory Tower and the Radcliffe Square Labyrinth. The garden is all overgrown. Summer has run wild with it. The banks are restless with lizards and grasshoppers. So many butterflies. And here, under this mossy stone, a toad squats hiding from shriveling sunlight. But you, Windover, poor old house, no shelter for you from time and storm. Your walls appealing, Windover. You have a secret. Windover by Brita Bradbury. He loves me, he loves me not. He loves me, he loves me not. He loves me, he loves me. He Kathy, lo- there you are. What are you doing? Oh, Mary, I can't wait for Saturday, can you? I wish I could be Carnival Queen as well. Don't be silly, Mary, there can only be one. Now, which flowers do you think would look best for my crown? Daisies? Or honeysuckle. They're here again. Shadows. Shadows on a summer lawn. Shifting. Changing. But who are they? Where have they come from? I think daisies, don't you? The white will show up better against my hair. But then again, honeysuckle smells so lovely. Look! Here's Sadie. Here, Sadie. Here. Good girl. Fetch. Give me the stick, Sadie. Drop it. Throw it to me, Kathy. Make her come to me. Here you are, Sadie. Fetch! It's no good, Mary. She doesn't care for you. See, she brings the stick to me. It's me she loves the best. Until her master calls. Now, who does she love best? No! Wait a minute! Don't go! Please! Why are you here? What do you want? And now they're gone. The garden is wild again, just as before. Only the sound of the stream and the birds and the rustling in the hedgerows. What is your secret, Windover? What is your secret? And whatever is happening to me? Sadie, here, girl. 
Down, Sadie. Sadie, bad girl. Get down. Get down, I said. I'm so sorry. Sadie, come here. Sadie. Oh, no. Oh, she's got you all muddy. What? <laughs> Where did you spring from? Are you okay? Hello? Anyone there? Sorry. No, it doesn't matter. They're just my old jeans. She didn't hurt you, did she? Uh, no. No, I'm fine. Moving in or just visiting? What? Oh, we're just here for a couple of weeks, trying to get the place straight. Oh, dear old Windover. I'll be glad to see the place lived in again. It's been neglected for years. Used to belong to my gran. She died a couple of months ago. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you live round here? Mm, just up the lane there. The farm. And that cottage next to Windover is where we do our holiday lets. There's no one in right now, though. I'm Stephen, by the way. Stephen Mears. Jenny. Jenny Bates. Nice to meet you. Yes. I'd best be going. Sorry again about the dog. It's not a problem. Um, oh, let me know if you need any help. Thanks. See you around. You don't waste much time. Who is that? This place is an absolute tip. Are you going to do this washing up, Jenny? No, because I'm doing something else. Jenny's just helping me with the chest of drawers, darling. Well, you can't leave it there. We weren't planning to. I'm afraid it's full of woodwork. The place is falling apart. It wants gutting, if you ask me. No one did ask you. What do you think, Jenny? It's an ugly old thing. I'm not the only one round here. Why don't we just chop it up and use it for firewood? What a good idea. How about making some coffee, Carol? While we get this thing into the garden. Uh, you take the drawers, Jen. I think I can manage the base. Hey, Dad, look at this. You found something? It's an old photo. My God, it's them. Who? Let's see. Mary and Kathy with Sadie, Windover, August 1934. Jen, it's your gran. And look, it was taken in the garden here. See the old shed? And, yeah... You can just make out the name on the gate. What have you got there? It's an old... Nothing. Uh, how's that coffee coming along, darling? Jen and I will just get this thing outside, then we can take a breather. Hello again. Hi. How are the renovations coming along? Slowly. Everyone thought the old place had been abandoned. My gran loved it here in North Devon. She and Grandad used to come every summer. They brought me with them once, when I was very young. Then Grandad died and she never came again. But... But? It's so strange. Just as soon as I arrived, I felt as if I'd... I don't know... come home. I expect it sounds silly. Not really. I spent years away from the place. Uni, travelling, but I always knew I wanted to come back. So you were born and brought up here? Hmm, my family have been farmers here for generations. Uh, now I run the place with my grandfather. What about your parents? They moved to Canada soon after... What? Uh, soon after I returned from my travels. They have a small holding out there. It's a good life for them. But you chose to stay here? Like I said, it's home. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Must be nice not having parents breathing down your neck all the time. Oh dear, is it like that? <laughs> Dad's okay, I suppose. But his girlfriend's a cow. Oh, bad luck. <laughs> She's half his age, too. 
and carries on as if she owns the place. But it's mine, you know. Gran left it to me. What about your mum? She died. Don't look so worried. It was a long time ago. It's my gran I was close to. I wonder if your grandfather would remember her. Stephen, can I show you something? The other day, Dad and I were moving an old chest and I found this. Hmm. Well, Mary and Kathy with Sadie. <laughs> Windover, August 1934. <laughs> See that, Sadie? That's one of your ancestors. <laughs> Do you think it really might be? It's possible, I suppose. We've always kept spaniels. There's been a Sadie in the family going way back. <laughs> Who are Mary and Kathy? Mary was my gran. I don't know about Kathy. Perhaps your grandfather would recognize them. I doubt it. 1934, and these girls are, what, 16, 17? Grandad's only just 70. He wouldn't have even been born when this was taken. But he might remember something. Can I ask him anyway? Would you mind? Not possible, I'm afraid. He's in Canada right now, visiting my parents. Well, is there anyone else around here who might have known them? I doubt it. You know, I don't remember much from my visit all those years ago. But I do remember Gran taking me up the church tower. Should we go up there now? The view must be stunning. You can't get up there anymore. Um, it was sealed off years ago when the steps became unsafe. <laughs> but look, there are people up there. What? No, you're seeing things. No, I'm not. Look, over there by the weathercock. See, they're waving. You must be able to see them, Stephen. You must. Well, I'm sorry, but I can't. <laughs> I don't understand. I can see them. I saw them. Really, I saw them. I know I did. As clearly as I can see you and Sadie and the church and everything. Have it your own way, but you'll find the tower doors locked. Go and see for yourself. You coming? No, uh, I have to be getting back. Jenny, would you fancy meeting up one evening? We could go for a drink, maybe a meal? Okay. Yes, I'd like that. Uh, tomorrow evening? Fine. I'll collect you around seven, then. Uh, no, I'll walk down to the bridge. <laughs> See you there. Come on, Sadie. The church seems empty, but I'm not alone. I feel a presence, as if someone is watching. Suddenly everything's changing again. The church is full of flowers and the air is heavy with their perfume. A man is playing the organ and someone is hiding in the shadows. They haven't noticed her crouching there behind the lectern. And she's watching them. Such a strange looking girl. So pale and so sad. Shall we ask him now? No, Kathy. No. Father wouldn't like it. You know how cross he will be if he finds out. He won't unless you tell him. Come on, it was such fun last time. All those lovely tunes to dance to. And Giles said we could do it again sometime to practice for the carnival. But you know what happened when Father heard we'd been in Giles' cottage. He said we were to have nothing more to do with him. Kathy, don't! Good morning, Giles. Good morning, Miss Kathy. Miss Mary. Have you been up that tower again? 
It's so lovely up there today, Giles. You should go and see for yourself. Not I, miss. I've hems to practice for Sunday and work to be getting back to. And you should stay away from there, too. You know what the vicar said. We don't care, do we, Mary? Now, we have a favour to ask. No, Cathy. We have to go. Father will be wondering where we are. We want to practice our dancing again, and we have no music of our own. So you want to be using my cottage, I suppose? Well, I'm sorry, but your father is forbidden it. <gasps> oh, it's Esme spying on us again. Be off with you, Esme. Leave us alone. It can't be locked. It can't be. It doesn't make any sense. What's happened to me? Has been sealed up for years, young woman. Steps are tumbling away, see? But they came from there. I saw them. I know I did. You must have seen them too. Who can say what we see and what we don't see? You knew them, didn't you? Mary and her friend. <laughs> Please don't go. Please. I want to show you something. She saw them too. I know she did. Or is she one of them? Oh, Gran. Gran, what's happening to me? Hi, Dad. Where's Carol? Gone shopping. You mean she's actually managed to tear herself away from you for five minutes? Don't start, Jen. She hates it here, doesn't she? What? I wish she hadn't insisted on coming with us. She carries on as if she owns the place. Oh, Jenny, why can't you try to get along with her? Where are you going, anyway? You look fantastic. Hot date. Don't try to change the subject, Dad. I don't want to argue with you, Jenny. Look, I'm sorry if it's difficult for you with Carol. She does her best, and I'd hoped you might be more understanding. The boy next door, is it? You're doing it again. What? Changing the subject. Well, is it? He's got quite a reputation, you know. Been gossiping with the locals, have you? We're only going for a drink. He's a lot older than you, Jenny. <laughs> that coming from you. Meaning? Meaning that you're old enough to be Carol's father. Hardly. Anyway, that's different. Why is it different? Because Carol isn't a child. Nor am I, for heaven's sake. I'll be 19 in a few weeks. Well, just you be careful. I'll see you later. Don't wait up. around here. Just look at that view. I wish I didn't have to go back next week. Do you have to? That's the plan. What's happening about Windover? Are you going to rent it out? No way. I wouldn't want anyone else using it. It's bad enough with Dad and Carol. Have they been together long? About three years. Trouble is, it seems to be serious this time. I think he wants to marry her. Uh, that could be difficult for you. <laughs> Possible, more like. Still, I'm off to uni in October and I can come here during the vacations. Good old Gran. She knew I'd need a bolt hole. You think that's why she left you Windover? Well, not just that. I think she wanted me to love the place as much as she used to. To make it right again. Isn't that what you're doing? 
I don't just mean decorating. Stephen, at the church yesterday... Ah, yes. Did you get up the tower? Oh, no, you were right. But this old woman was hanging around. I almost felt she was spying on me. That'll be uh, poor old Esme. She's quite harmless. Do you know her, then? Not really. Only by sight. I reckon she must be about the same age my gran was. Possibly. I thought she might recognise the girls in the photo. And did she? When I tried to ask her about them, she just scurried off. She's a bit of a recluse. She likes to be left alone. Where does she live? In a caravan. <laughs> Where in a caravan? <laughs> why does it matter? Well, why are you being evasive? I, I don't think you should go bothering her, that's all. There's something you're not telling me. What makes you say that? There is, though, isn't there? Just gossip and rumours. You know what these tight-knit communities are like. Now, can we change the subject, please? Let's get some food. I'm starving. this evening, Jenny. I'm sorry for going on about Esme. Something's really bothering you, isn't it? It's nothing, really. Don't worry. I've enjoyed myself. It was a great place and a lovely meal. So, can we do it again sometime? Maybe. I'll take that as a yes. <laughs> Until next time, then. Until next time. What is it you're not telling me, Stephen? Why are you so determined to keep me away from Esme? Oh, I'm too wired to sleep now. And it's such a beautiful night. I feel... I feel... We shouldn't be doing this, Cathy. What if Father comes home early and Giles might find us? He won't. He sleeps up at the farm during harvest. But I'm sure he wouldn't like it. He said we weren't to come here anymore. And what if it's locked? Oh, do stop fussing, Mary. Come on. See? He never locks it. Give me some candles. I think Giles must be very poor. His house is so bare. He likes it that way. He told me he doesn't need things so long as he has his music. Now, come on. We'll do the waltz first. You wind the gramophone while I find the record. Here we are. Come on, Mary, get into position. You be the man. I've got to get my steps right for Saturday. <laughs> they haven't seen Giles steal silently into the hallway and hide himself <laughs> near the open door. He seems angry, yet he's fascinated. His eyes are fixed on Kathy as she sweeps round the room in the candlelight, with Mary looking clumsy and anxious. Well, well, well. Giles! We didn't mean any harm, Giles. Please don't tell Father. He won't tell, will you, Giles? 
After all, you want me to have my steps right for Saturday, don't you? Please, Giles. Just remember, you and I will lead the dance, with me being Carnival Queen, so we've got to have it perfect. <sighs> I'm no dancer, Miss Cathy, as well you know. You do well to find yourself another partner. Nonsense. In fact, Mary, put the record on again. Come on, Giles, you can practice with me now. <sighs> It won't just be you in trouble if you're found here, you know. What about me? Your father has influence around these parts, Mary. He could have me dismissed. Oh, Giles, I'm sorry. We shouldn't have come, Cathy. I told you. Shh. Listen. It's him. It's your father. He's come back early. Oh, Cathy, I knew this would happen. What are we to do? Giles will help us, won't you? Please. We'll never be allowed out again if he discovers we've been here in the middle of the night. Oh, get along, Nana, quickly. I'll go and talk to your father. But... Don't worry, I'll find a reason. You'll have to go through the garden and hope you can get back in without him seeing you. Because if you can't, we're all in trouble. I left the scullery door unlocked. Quick, Mary. Well, thank you, Giles. Thank you so much. Come on, Mary, before it's too late. <gasps> what the hell? Jenny... I thought you were a burglar. I was just locking up at the farm. I, I saw lights. What are you doing here? I'm sorry, Stephen. I'm sorry. What's going on, Jenny? I don't know. It's all so... so crazy. Come on. Come on. Sit down. Now, what's this all about? You won't believe me if I tell you. I can't help you if you don't. Jenny? It's just that... I keep seeing things. What things? People. The girls in the photo. And there's a man. Giles. Like at the church yesterday. He was playing the organ and... And the girls were on the top of the tower and they came down and spoke to him and... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on, Jenny. What are you saying? I know I saw them, but they couldn't have been there because the door was locked, like you said. And, and you didn't see them. And now tonight? Tonight? Well, they were here. Right here in your cottage. Jenny. You think I'm mad, don't you? Because it is mad. I'm mad. And I'm frightened, Stephen. I'm really frightened. Jenny, I brought you a cup of tea. What time is it? Just gone 11. I take it you had a good evening? Mm. Thanks for the tea. Carol and I are planning to go to the carnival tomorrow. Wondered if you'd like to join us. Mm. Thanks, Dad, but no. We're going on to the dance afterwards, having some supper. Thought we'd make a day of it. You could invite Stephen. Dad, I don't think so. Well... Anyway, I want to get on with the decorating. Well, if you're sure, but we'll be late. You'll be OK, will you? Of course I will. Don't fuss. It's just... Well, me and Carol. What you were saying the other day, it isn't true, you know. She's fond of you. She wants to be friends. Why are you so hostile to her? I'm sorry, Dad, but I just don't trust her. Gran didn't either. She said... What did Gran say? It doesn't matter. Your gran never got over Mum's death, Jen. No one was ever going to be good enough after her. It's not just that. Is there something else bothering you? No, it's nothing. You do know, sweetheart, don't you, that you're the most important person in the world to me? 
Am I? You know you are. Not anymore, I don't. Not since she came on the scene. Do you really hate her so much? I hate what she's doing to you. She's always... Oh, I don't know. Come on, Jen, spit it out. We used to do things together, just you and me. Now she's always there. I never have you to myself anymore. Then we must do something about it, mustn't we? Well, it's a bit late for that. Besides, it doesn't really matter anymore. I'll be going to uni in a few weeks and then... Dad, look. I don't want to upset you, but I'm going to move in here. What? Don't be ridiculous. You can't live down here on your own, in the middle of nowhere. It's... Well, well it... Listen, Dad... Kyle understood. She knew exactly how it would be for me. It's all so clear to me now. But Jenny... No, wait. Don't you see? That's why she left me Windover. It's our place. Grand's and mine. You're talking nonsense, Jenny. I knew it as soon as I saw it. She wanted me to come here. I have to put things right. Put what right? What are you talking about? If your Gran had known it would come to this... I think she did. No. She would never have left you the cottage. I know she wouldn't. I won't have it, Jenny. You can't live here on your own. You're only 18, for heaven's sake. I should be 19 in a few weeks. And I'm leaving home anyway to go to uni. What difference does it make if I'm here in the vacations? You should be pleased. It'll give you and Carol some space. What's going on up here? Peter, is everything all right? You'd better ask her. Jenny? He's just upset because I told him I want to live here. What, after university, you mean? No, now, soon, once we get the place straight. You can't manage here without a car. It's four miles to the nearest shop. What if you get ill? You should be pleased. It'll mean you have Dad all to yourself. And you imagine that's what I want. Well, isn't it? Are you going to marry him? He hasn't asked me. But it's what you want, isn't it? It's not been easy for your father. <laughs> you think it has for me? What with Mum dying and now... Now Gran and... Oh, everything. Jenny. <laughs> oh, go away. Leave me alone. <laughs> The cliffs are dark and forbidding. Storm clouds hover over the bay where a kestrel stoops, then soars, hanging on the wind. My world is slipping away again. Here, once more there are shadows, down by the water's edge where the breakers tumble along the sand. This is the best place on Earth. I should like to stay here forever. But we could. Don't you see? If you were brave enough, we could walk out into the sea till the waves came up over our heads. Then we should never have to leave. We could wander the beach for all eternity. The only two people in all the world. Apart from Giles. And what has Giles to do with anything? Don't pretend, Cathy. You must have seen him. Over there by the rocks. He hid when he saw me looking. I can't imagine why he keeps turning up wherever we go. What does he want, anyway? Oh, Cathy. As if you didn't know... Know what? That he's in love with you, just as you are with him. But it's not right, Cathy. He's engaged to Esme. That's just where you're wrong. They're not engaged. He told... What me... did he tell you? Nothing. It, it doesn't matter. Whatever he said, it's lies. Because he's pledged to Esme. 
She told me herself. You mustn't see him anymore, Kathy. You mustn't. Oh, Kathy, my clothes are soaked through. What will Father say? Who cares what he says? You're such a baby, Mary. Are you hurt, Miss Mary? Here, take my jacket. What were you thinking of, Miss Kathy? She'll catch your death. I'm not afraid of the cold. I shall walk out into the sea and never come back. Oh, don't talk such nonsense, girl. Get along now. There's a storm brewing and Miss Mary's frozen. I told you I'm not coming. I love storms. Why don't you come with me, Giles? I hope you drown, Kathy. I hope you do. Come back, Kathy, for heaven's sake. I shall tell Father. Then you won't be allowed to go to the carnival and you won't be carnival queen. Come back, Kathy. How can you be such a little fool? Ah! <laughs> Kathy! <laughs> Kathy! <laughs> Kathy! Kathy! <laughs> She'll be fine in a moment. You'll see. She'll be fine. <laughs> Kathy! Oh, Kathy! I thought you were dead. I wish I were dead. Why did you rescue me, Giles? I can't bear to leave this place ever, ever. I want to stay here with you. Don't talk such nonsense. You cannot know what you're saying, dear God. But I wouldn't give to be leaving. Do you like it here, Giles? The place is right enough for a holiday, the way you see it. But I have to live here, remember? What future is there for me? Oh, Giles, how could you? She's here again, watching, always watching and listening. Poor, poor Esme. You could escape if you wanted to. If you were truly brave, you would leave. There's Esme hiding and spying on us again. Esme, wait. Esme, wait, please. I want to speak to you. Do you see them too, old woman? Do you see them too? Jenny? Jenny, who are you talking to? You have to tell me about Esme, Stephen. Because I think... I think that at last I'm beginning to understand. I wish I were. You know what happened to her, don't you? All I know is rumours. Country folks gossip. What rumours? What gossip? Why is it so important? Oh, trust me, Stephen, please. For goodness sake, Jenny. It's just the same old story. She went and got pregnant when she wasn't married. You know what it was like in those days. The child was taken away, and they say she never got over it. Who was the father? I've... No idea. But I think I have. The night is hot and a scent of honeysuckle drifts in through an open window. The moon is full and bright casting an eerie glow across the landing. And someone is weeping pitifully. Kathy. Kathy. Leave me alone. I hate you. I hate you all. Oh, Kathy. 
It's all your fault, Mary. Why did you have to tell your father what happened on the beach? It was for your own good, Cathy. No, you were just jealous because I was chosen for Carnival Queen and because Giles loves me. Oh, I can't bear it. He'll be waiting for me. I promised him. Giles is not a good man, Cathy. Father says... I don't care what your father says. He hates Giles. You all hate him. No, Cathy. That's untrue. He's only thinking of you. But Giles is a good man, Mary. Really, he is. And what is there for me at home? My parents are dead. Your father thinks me wicked. Giles is the only person who has ever really loved me. I love you, Cathy. If you really loved me, you would want me to be happy. But what about Esme? Don't talk to me of that creature. But Cathy, they are to be married. He doesn't love her. He told me. It's me he loves. But it's impossible, Cathy. He's a farmhand. He has nothing. Father promised your mother he would take care of you and see you well married. Oh, leave me alone, Mary. Just leave me alone and go back to sleep. That was a really great day, wasn't it? I fancy a nightcap. How about you? I'm just going to look in on Jenny, her light's still off. Jen? We're back. Jen? She's not there. I expect she's with the boyfriend. She wouldn't, not without telling me. Something's wrong, I can feel it. She'll be fine, Peter. She's nearly 19, for heaven's sake. You worry too much about her. She's my daughter, Carol, and something's been bothering her. I know it has. She's got something on her mind. Mm, Stephen Mears, I should imagine. Not just that, and not just us. I should have realised. I think she's been trying to tell me something. I'm going up to the farm. They won't welcome you if they're in bed together. She wouldn't. Peter! No, I mean, she would have left a note. She wouldn't just go off without letting me know, and she wouldn't leave her light on. Something's wrong. You stay here. I'm going to try and find Stephen. I knew she'd find a way, and Mary has followed her. No good will come of this. in our room all day and prevented from going to the carnival. So how is it you're here now? I waited till they were all asleep, then climbed out of the bedroom window. You might have broken your neck, you foolish girl. It's all Mary's fault. She told her father I tried to drown her, and she told him about us. I hate them, Giles. They said horrible things about you. What does it matter how folks speak of me? I care not. She'll never go back. I shall stay here with you. You know that cannot be, Cathy. You should leave now before they miss you. No. No, I shall not. Look, Giles, look at the sky. Dawn's not far off. Let's go to the church and watch the sunrise from the tower. Oh, Cathy. Cathy, what am I to do with you?
Now, as the sun's first rays strike the golden weathercock, Mary hides herself among the gravestones, gazing up at the two figures on the tower. Look, Jars. See how red the sky is in the east? Oh, Kathy. Kathy, please don't do anything foolish. Isn't it wonderful up here, Giles? You can see for miles and miles. <laughs> I almost feel we could touch the heavens. Mm. And now, if I lie down and stare up at the clouds, after a while they seem to stop moving. And then it feels as if I'm flying, just like being on a magic carpet. <laughs> From her hiding place, Mary hasn't noticed Esme slip into the church. But I shall follow her. I have to know what happens. It's almost dawn, and the air is damp and chill up here on the tower. Come and lie down beside me, Giles. <laughs> See how the clouds race? See? And now... Now they are still, and we are flying away. Together, Giles, away from everything. Your hair smells of honeysuckle. Mm. <laughs> I love you, Giles. I shall never leave you. You know that cannot be. We'll find a way, Giles. We'll find a way. Poor Esme watches as Giles takes Kathy in his arms and kisses her. And now she breaks from him, teasing, provocative. <laughs> catch me, Giles. Catch me if you can. Oh, I'll catch you, all right. <laughs> There, I told you. You're not quick enough for me. Well, that's just where you're wrong, my girl. <laughs> now I am, you see. There's no escaping me now. <laughs> no, Kathy. There is no escaping him now, as I know to my cost. Kathy leans against the parapet, her head thrown back, laughing in the wind. Giles bends over her, and Esme... Esme watches from the shadows. Suddenly, it's icy cold up here, and mist is rolling in from the sea. Clouds cover the rising sun, and the dawn light turns grey, deceiving the eye. Way down below, beyond the church wall, that tree, shrouded in mist, looks like... But it wasn't his fault. I know. I saw. It was an accident. Terrible accident. Surely they can't have hanged him. Oh, they hanged him all right. <gasps> Esme! But you were there. You know it wasn't his fault, didn't you tell them? Esme! Esme, come back! Please talk to me! Jenny! <gasps> Stephen! How did you get up here? Well, how do you think? But you said. I know, I, I smashed the lock. I don't understand. You mean, have you been here all along? Did you see them? Did you see what happened? I'm sorry, Jenny. I didn't intend it to turn out like this. What do you mean? What are you talking about? Get away from me! Ah! My God, Jenny! What on earth are you thinking of? 
These walls are rotten. You might have been killed. No, don't touch me. Where's Esme? I have to speak to Esme. Get away from me. All right, all right. But you have to get away from that wall before the whole thing collapses. I'm not going to hurt you, for God's sake. But you can't speak to Esme. She's dead. Dead? She can't be. She was here. She spoke to me. She told me Giles was hanged. She let them hang him and she knew he was innocent. I'm sorry. I should have told you. You mean you knew all along? You know what happened here? No, that's not what I meant. What then? Esme. They found her yesterday morning. Come on, Jenny. Let's get out of here. Your father's worried sick. I'll explain in the car. Unless you'd feel safer walking. Tell me again. You did know about Giles. Only that I had a great uncle called Giles who was hanged for murder back in the 30s. So when you mentioned his name, well, you can imagine. And how did you guess I'd be at the church? Stephen? It's where my mother used to go. Your mother? This is really difficult for me. You know I told you my parents had moved to Canada. Well, they went because my mother got ill. She used to see things. Like me, you mean? No one believed her, of course. They said she was suffering from schizophrenia. So when I started seeing things, you must have thought... What did you think? I didn't know what to think. I didn't know what to do. I'm sorry, I should have told you. It might have helped. You might have prevented whatever happened to you up there on the tower. No, don't you see? I, I had to be there. I had to witness it. To know for sure that Kathy's death was an accident. That Giles didn't kill her. Jenny, where on earth have you been? Are you all right? I'm fine, Dad, really. Just don't hassle me. I'm fine. But what's happened? I'll explain later. Right now, I just want to sleep. Stephen? I'll call back later. You get some rest, Jenny. Jen? We'll be off in a minute. You know, I'm really not happy about you staying here on your own. Don't fuss so, Peter. It's not for long. And I don't imagine she's going to be much on her own. It'll be good practice. But we are agreed. You'll spend the Christmas vacation with us and not move down here till the spring. If that's the price I have to pay for getting my own car, I think I can manage it. Come on, Peter. I'd like to get home before dark. Darling, I am going to miss you. <laughs> Now, promise me you won't go near that wretched tower. I promise. Bye, darling. Bye, Jenny. Bye. 
place to myself at last. Over here, Stephen. I think I found Kathy's grave. Can you read what it says? It's very faded, but look, I, I can just make out a T and yes. I think that's an A. And look, there's a date. 1931? No, 1934. See? 1917 to 1934. I found her, Stephen. Perhaps they can all be at peace now. Summer is almost over. Already the mornings are cooler, with a smell of autumn in the air, and the roses are starting to droop. The shadows are gone now, but for the trilling of the stream, the garden is silent and still. This is a download from the Wireless Theatre Company, Windover by Brita Bradbury. Windover was written by Brita Bradbury. Jenny was played by Emma Kelly, Peter by Sean Baker, Carol by Colleen Prendergast, Stephen by Richard Holt, Kathy by Beth Eyre, Mary by Amy Rain Jackson, Giles by Richard Reed, and Old Esme by Pamela Binns. The play was recorded and edited by Malcolm Thorpe. Windover was directed by Cherry Cookson. It was a download from the Wireless Theatre Company. Visit wirelesstheatre.co.uk for more audio theatre. is a special Mother's Day treat for all those tired mums out there. This short fright will remind you that sometimes there's something under the bed and we still don't want to know about it. The story comes to us from Quirky Voices Presents and Sarah Golding. Sarah has been an 11th Hour Challenge participant from the beginning and has been part of 13 different productions, including The Hidden Truths, Castle of Horror, and Fidget. Ogies and Ghoulies, Season 3. Hide. Be warned, this story contains tension, peril, and threat of death, and scary, scary growling. This story is only for children aged 10 and up who are not easily 
scared. <laughs> or parents, guardians, carers, feel free to listen with your kids if you Sarah Golding. Mummy! I'm, I need you. Mummy! Ah, oh, come on now, Tom. Alright, it's, it's time to go to sleep now. I need you to just shut your eyes and go to bed, okay? It's sleepy time. But, but Mummy, there's a, there's a... Did you have your milk? Yeah. Alright, look, I'll leave the door open and the light will be on in the hall, okay? I've got some work to do, okay? And I need to get on, so just shut your eyes and go to sleep. It's nearly nine o'clock. Mummy, I, I keep hearing things. Oh, hearing things? Oh, Tommy, Tommy, Tom, Tom, what things? Breathing. What did you say? Sorry, breathing. Look, it'll just be the wind. No. No, Mummy. Mummy, there's, there's someone really breathing in my room. Come on, you. Snuggle down now, right? It's probably just the central heating. Or, or the cat. The cat might have got in, maybe. No. No, Mummy, it's not, it's not the cat. He, he said something to... He? He who? I don't know, but he said... <sighs> you need to go now, Tommy. Just like that. Oh. Well, that sounds creepy, doesn't it? What have you been reading? <sighs> you do have a wonderful imagination, Tommy. My Tommy. <laughs> um, it's not my imagination, please. Don't think I'm being crazy, Mummy, but I... I do very much think that there's a monster in here, a scary one, and I'm, I'm too scared to s sleep. Don't be so silly. Look. See? Yeah, nothing in your cupboards. Oh. Yep. Ah, uh, nothing behind the curtains. See? And the toy box. Nope. See? Look, there's nowhere else for a monster to hide, see? Look, it's safe, okay? And I'll be downstairs, you're fine. Now, go to sleep. What about under the bed? Hmm? Under the bed, Mummy, there's, a, there's this room, right? Oh, look, room. I don't have time for this nonsense. Please, Mummy, just, just look under the bed oh, for me. I'm, okay. I'm scared. Tom, you are very silly sausage. Hmm? Okay, if it makes you feel better, I'll just have a little... Can you, can you see anything, Mummy? Can you? Can you see anything? Oh, oh, what? Hello, Mummy. Oh. Hello, Mummy. Hello. Oh. Hello, Mummy. Tom, but, but you're in... You're, 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 you're... Mummy, I'm scared. There's, there's somebody who, who looks like me and is, is dressed like yeah. me and, and breathes like me in my bed. He drank my milk. 
Stop growling. Breathing. Yes. Oh, God. Hey, Mummy. Don't look at him. He might get, he might get you if you look at him, Mummy. I won't get you, Mummy. I'm, I'm not a monster. Mummy, Tom on the bed needs to, needs to go. But how do I know which... Can I be sure which is Tom? My Tom. I am mummy. Help me, okay. mummy. I'm scared. I am mummy. Help me. Help me. Help me, mummy. I'm, I'm scared. Mommy. I'm so scared. He, he bit my hand. Tom, he bit you. Look. You, you, you come out from under the bed. Get behind me. Are you scared? Are you scared? Tom, come on out from under mommy. there. Tom. Oh, Mummy. Better to eat you with. <laughs> I'll give you a chance. One chance. Died. Go. One, two, three. Run, Tom. Run. Coming. Ready or not. Hot. been listening to Hide. All voices, music, and production and original script inspired by the two-sentence horror stories by Sarah Golden. Copyright Sarah Golden 2021. Sound effects are all creative comments from freesound.org. Find more quirky works on www.quirkyvoicesatweebly.com. If you want to write your own version of this story or draw a picture of the characters, monster, boy, and their mum, feel free to send it to quirkyvoices at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Happy Halloween!